Hey, Christian podcasters and creatives, it is time for the event of the year, the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Come connect with trailblazers, authors, publishers, Christian speakers, business leaders, and more this fall in Houston, Texas on September 28th to the 30th. Learn from industry experts and celebrate the most captive voices in Christian podcasting. The Spark Media Ignite event is more than a conference. It is a celebration of Christian community where passion meets kingdom innovation. Don't miss out. Come spark your soul message and ignite your voice at the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Get your tickets today at sparkmedia.ventures. Hey friends, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I'm your host, Misty Phillip. Today I want to talk about the importance of creating Christian media content with excellence and to explore how producing high quality Christian media content can address cultural issues from a biblical perspective. Today's guest is writer, actor, speaker, Terry Weaver of Reflective Media. He joins me to discuss Breaking Strongholds, a faith-based mystery drama series that keeps viewers guessing while addressing serious cultural issues. The show centers around a high school teacher gone missing and the family of Detective Ethan James, whose son, unbeknownst to him, is considering suicide to escape the pain from the loss of his mother. All the while, a small Texas town is distracted and deceived by the arrival of world-renowned best-selling author and thought leader, Raymond Quinn. Now, I want to give a shout out to my friend, Amber Batad. She is the host of Set Life, inspiring stories of the entertainment industry. Amber is the owner of For the One Studios in Houston, a 3,500-square-foot production facility full of creative and functional spaces. Amber and her team do an incredible job of creating media projects with excellence. I'm so excited that she and cinematographer and editor Dan Rubottom will be joining us at the upcoming Spark Media Ignite Conference to discuss audio versus video podcasting. Now, before we get into our interview with Terry, I want to share a few additional thoughts on producing Christian media with excellence. We have a need for quality Christian media content. Quality in Christian media means not just technical excellence, but also good storytelling and accuracy in conveying biblical principles. Poorly produced content can mislead audiences and it can diminish the effectiveness of the intended message. Now let's talk about cultural issues in the role of media. Cultural issues like the one you're going to hear today, which addresses suicide, often require careful consideration and response from a Christian viewpoint. Media serves as a conduit to engage with these issues, reaching broad audiences with well-reasoned perspectives. 
And biblical perspective and its relevance is so important. Utilizing a biblical perspective provides a foundational approach to navigate complex cultural issues. It offers guiding principles that help in understanding and responding to various societal concerns. Now, I want to finish by talking about the challenges in Christian media production. Producing media content that maintains biblical integrity while engaging contemporary issues presents unique challenges such as balancing the entertainment value with theological accuracy and not coming across as cheesy or forced. Producing excellent Christian media content that addresses cultural issues from a biblical perspective is crucial for engaging modern society. The synthesis of quality production, biblical understanding, and cultural awareness can significantly impact audiences. Now, please welcome Terry Weaver to By His Grace. Terry Weaver, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am excited to sit down and have this conversation with you today. Well, I'm glad to be here. And what, uh, I don't know if there, there could be a better name than By His Grace. <laughs> well, that, the way I came up with that is because everything I do is by His Grace. I was a train wreck before I met Jesus, but not for His Grace. I wouldn't even be sitting here. And He just, He amazes me. But we're going to talk about you a little bit. You are a husband and a father. You are ex-military. You are an author. You are an actor. Is there anything that you don't do, Terry? Mm, let me think about some things. I, I do too much. So <laughs> you're reminding me to, to lay off some th- things. You know, I, I completely understand as a multi-passionate creative, it's really easy to, to get involved in, and get in over our head. But today specifically, I wanted to talk to you about breaking strongholds. So you are an actor in this series. There's one series out. So first of all, I before we get into a summary of kind of what it is, I want to know what drew you to this project. Mm. Well, the darkness that I saw in society, the tragedy that friends had gone through, and the personal relationships that I've had that have suffered, seeing family members really struggle through loss, and just uh, really I was praying, and, and this came about as an answered prayer, I believe. I can't prove it, but that's what I believe. So... So let's, um, let's jump into a summary. Prayer. Yeah, that's always, that's always a good place to start with answered prayer. So, so tell us about Breaking Strongholds. Breaking Strongholds is a TV series that has been released on Pure Flix and YouTube, soon to be on Prime and other channels such as Tubi. It's been produced in Montgomery, Texas, small town, small town Phil. A synopsis for the show would be a small-town detective whose family's in chaos, a missing person in this small town, a teacher of one of his kids, and he's a single father and kind of struggling to keep it all together. He's an Army veteran, and I get the honor of playing this person, Detective Ethan James, and it is a small but uh, furious production, and it's traveling the world. It's a mystery drama, 
And we're currently producing season two of the show, but it can be seen pretty much anywhere. People can find it if they search Breaking Strongholds. Excellent. And we'll put all the links to it in in the show notes so that people can be sure to find that. When I met you, we were at a prayer breakfast uh, here in Texas, and you showed some clips of some of the movies that are out that are targeting young people today. And it, it was shocking to see some of these these films that are out there. I think that there is is a real need for Christian entertainment that is good, high quality entertainment, but also to focus on some of these issues. Can you share some of those films that you shared and kind of why that's spurring you on to do what you do? Yeah, I think probably two of the most destructive shows that are out there for our kids to fall in love with and uh, be hurt because of them. First one's 13 Reasons Why. I think they produced four seasons, but essentially the the first season of the show is all about a young girl who takes her life and uh, she leaves uh, recorded messages about why she takes her life behind and the town finds them and they celebrate her for the courage that it takes to commit suicide. Mm. And and the problem with this is it's the exact opposite of what happens when someone takes their life. And I know that from personal experience. I've been to the celebrations of life after someone takes their life and they last one day. And everyone after that day of celebrating is left in devastation. And so it puts off the wrong message that it takes a lot of courage to take your life and somehow you'll be celebrated and heroized uh, if you take your, if you take your life. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one of them. Yeah, that's tragic. It is tragic. The other one is uh, euphoria, which when I, when I, when I look into these shows and I really want to understand what's going on and try to give them the benefit of the doubt, the doubt and, this other show, Euphoria, it's a it's a blockbuster. I think it's the second most popular show on HBO. And essentially, it tells stories of high school kids and just, oh, man, it is, it is rough. Uh, it glorifies drug use. It glorifies transgender, transgenderism. It glorifies pedophilia. It is sickening. I, I can't, I can't even watch this stuff without just feeling dirty. And it, I can't, there's no explanation from it, from a logical standpoint, why somebody would tell a story like this, because it is so destructive and it's very popular. Both of these shows are very popular among the youth. So that's just a sample of what's out there. And there's so much more. I mean, there is so much more. These are big ones that are hurting our kids. Absolutely. Uh, There's a full-on attack on the family, on children, with all of the issues that you talked about. Specifically, I think if the enemy can, you know, can target these young kids and make them feel like their life is not worth living or they live in confusion or just all the, the tactics that he has. So... Why do you think it's important that we as believers create movies that can inspire people? Well, I've been thinking about this a lot and I answer that question. Stories create culture. So we, we build our lives around stories. We hear stories, we interact with stories, and it helps us 
create our reality. So the more stories that good people can put out for others to read, listen to, watch, uh, that can help encourage people, the better their life is going to be. And the opposite is true also. So stories create culture. Culture determines quality of life. We need more good people telling stories because our future depends on it. I could not agree with you more. That is why I do all that I do with Spark Media to help empower people to tell their stories because we need all of the good messages out there in this hour, in this day to combat all of the evil that is so in your face now. It's it, I feel like it, evil used to be sort of behind closed doors. It was hidden, but now it's just a full on assault in your face. And, and the more that these things are happening, the more that there's an acceptance from certain, you know, portions of the culture that make it seem okay. And it's a very slippery slope that it is continuing to to slide down. So I am thankful for, you know, productions like Breaking Strongholds and for the work that you're doing also as an author. So you just released a new book. Is that correct? You've got several, but didn't you have a book Mm -hmm. that just came out? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's a, uh, this is a, it's, it's not written for a Christian audience. I'm, I'm a Christian myself, but this is a police procedural. Uh, it's a mystery book about a young detective. And this, the book is really taking a look at justice. Like, what is just? It's about three missing girls, and it's set in the town that I live in, the, in the Woodlands, Texas, which is a very affluent ranked as one of the nicest uh, cities in in Texas and really in the country. It's kind of looking at the forgotten people and it's looking at justice and it's an exciting, I write, there's theories of writing and there's theories of movie making and storytelling. And a lot of people believe that, uh, that you need to give people breaks throughout the story so they can catch their breath. Well, I don't like that. (laughs) I like to grab people and I like to keep them And a lot of people that read my writing, you know, they just, they take it in quickly and they can't put the book down. That's what I like to do with my writing. So it's a fun, fast read. And at the end of it, you'll understand the message and what's going on with the protagonist and society. So it's a neat book. It's my best book. So Yeah. yeah, A Long Night Cry. A Long Night Cry. Oh, that's excellent. And so this is what, like about your fourth book or something? It's book number five. It's five? third. Okay. I've written two non. I've written two uh, nonfiction books and um, three works of fiction. All three works of fiction are in this series, this Eli Ridge series. Okay, and what what got you into writing and telling stories? Well, that's a neat uh, neat question. So when I began acting, stories have always been important. I used to, I had a friend in the military that could grip you with a story. He was funny. He was charismatic. And I used to lay, we used to lay our cots out in Iraq underneath the Iraqi sky. We'd put our mosquito netting over the cots so we wouldn't get eaten up. And he would tell us stories and we would fall asleep to his stories. He was just such a good storyteller. So I had an appreciation for good storytelling from a long time ago. My grandpa's a great storyteller. When I got Pulled into the production for Breaking Strongholds, I needed to understand how to play the character of Ethan James. He's a veteran. He's a single parent. 
He, he is a detective. And so I had the mill a while, but I didn't have the detective stuff. So I went to a friend of mine who's a mer- former Marine and, uh, and a detective here locally, and I asked to spend some time with him. I watched some interrogations. I went out to lunch with his team. And at the end of this six-hour exercise, I said, Mike, I'm probably going to need to come back and, and, and do this for about six months. And he said, no, you don't. You just need to go watch this show. And the show is called Bosch, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's one of my favorite shows ever. High-stakes show. The other, so I watched that show. I did some interviews. The other thing that I did was I started to write the backstory for my character, Ethan James. And I got into writing this story and thinking about the detective and thinking about the stakes that come along with the detective's jobs. And I just fell in love, and I ended up turning that backstory into a novel. Now, the backstory that I wrote that ended up becoming the novels isn't attached to Breaking Strongholds, two separate stories. But it really helped me kind of design something to pull from when I'm acting. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love I love that. And you're now in, you're still filming season two of the series. And then when when is that expected? Like, I know that that, pro- that production process probably takes some time. So mm-hmm. when, when do you think you'll finish filming? And when will it go to production? And when, when do you think we'll be able to see that? Well, it'll be released to the world sometime in, in early 24. We're going to have some local screenings here in our area for some of our supporters and fans uh, toward the end of the year, but it'll be out and available for everyone next year. Yeah, that's very exciting. Well, Terry, this has been great. I've loved talking to you about Breaking Strongholds, about your books and the work that you're doing. I'm excited to catch the series. You can see that on Pure Flix and on YouTube. And we look to see that in more places in this next, in this upcoming year. Well, thank you. And thanks for the work you're doing and, and helping people tell their stories. Again, we need more more good people telling stories because that is going to create our future. Absolutely. I agree completely. And so where can people find out more about you and the books that you write and other projects that you have coming up? Most importantly, breakingstrongholds.com for the show. That'll get you any of the information. If you want to get behind the production, reflectivemedia.org. For the book stuff, terryweaverbooks.com. Okay. They can find, they can dig around and find about anything. Thanks for asking that. Absolutely. So before we close, I just want to go back to reflective media. So when you said if they want to get behind, are you talking about funding the film, supporting the film? Like what, in what ways can people get involved with this production? Yeah. There's a couple different ways, but uh, right now we're working on finishing season two. It's a, Comparatively, it's not an expensive production. However, we're funding this show because of the things that we tackle. We could never go to a Hollywood big box studio and say, hey, we want a couple million dollars to to film Breaking Strongholds because we're faith-based. We're tackling some really tough things, as I mentioned earlier. So we're fundraising for the show, and this entire production has been fundraised. So we spent close to a half a million dollars on season Season one, we're doing the same thing for season two. And it's people coming out of our community and all over the United States to help put this show together because of the things that we're addressing in the show. There's a huge need for it. 
There's more details at reflectivemedia.org, but that's essentially what's going on. That's great. That Thank you so much for sharing. And, and we'll make sure that all of those links are in the show notes so that you can go see Breaking Strongholds so that you can support Breaking Strongholds and the work that Terry's doing. So Terry, thanks so much for being a guest today on By His Grace. Thank you, Misty. Really appreciate you. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there.